Hey, and welcome back to another episode of The Country and the Clown. And today we're going to start a new segment and we're going to call it Hot Take Tuesday. So, of course, by the name, we're going to each state our hot takes. We're going to talk about them a little bit and just putting them out there for everybody else to hear. I, my first hot take is going to be, you know, we just saw Lloyd Pierce get fired. We we just mid episode yesterday. We, we saw Lloyd Pierce get fired, uh, and new reports have come out that Trey Young wanted him gone. My hot take is is that Trey Young's ego is hurting the Hawks franchise because his ego has alienated John Collins, and I believe John Collins isn't the most talented player. On the Hawks, that does go to Trey Young, but John Collins is the most underrated, second best player, great, and most great consistent. player. He's the most because him and Clint Capella. Yeah. So Trey Young is, I do believe the reason John Collins is not going back to the Hawks next year, and he has gotten Lloyd Pierce fired. I mean, I can see that because I mean, we we really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know how the team chemistry is, obviously, just because all of that's behind closed doors. Nobody really, like, usually you don't see people talking about it unless it's, like, the more bigger athletes like LeBron and all them. They usually talk about it. But, I mean, even though the Hawks are in Atlanta, they're, like, a smaller franchise. I mean, they don't really have a rabid fan base like the Celtics or the Lakers or something, or even the Warriors Dominic Wilkins is their history. Yes. For the most part. Yes. So, like, they, they don't really have that, like, everybody wants to know how, how's the team chemistry doing. They don't really have that right now. And so, I mean, that, that could honestly be a big reason about everything is just team chemistry problems that may or may not be caused by Trey Young. The, the Hawks franchise are interesting because they are – they're one of those teams that they don't have eras of, like, success. They have Dominique Wilkins, you know, Dikembe when he was there, and then they had the four All-Stars on the one team a couple yeah. years ago, and yeah. now it's Trey Young. Yep. So they don't have any – They had Bob. They did have Bob Pettit. Yeah. Uh, that's their franchise. I literally think that's the only three jerseys up in their arena. I believe that they Yeah, I would believe it. There, there may be one more that I'm forgetting, but I, I'm pretty sure those. there's only like four they or five are, uh, up there. Down, they're one of the down bad franchises. Yes. Very much so. I, I mean, when, when you got teams like the Knicks and Charlotte, who you've outperformed the last couple years, being ahead of you now, I mean, you, you got to do something. Now – my second hot take right now. Would you take LaMelo right now over Trey Young? Yes. Because I would. He, he, Playmaking is already he's better. He's a 6'8", six, 6'9", six, guard. LaMelo. He, he is. Oh, I've seen something. NBA.com put it out yesterday. For most steals this season, LaMelo Ball is fourth. And that was his main problem coming into this year. People question his defense. L- and L- he is showing defense. he has that defense. Trey Young doesn't play a lick of defense. I no. promise you. He is the biggest liability yes. on defense to have at the court at one time. I, I would probably say in the entire league. That's that's tough, but that is definitely up there. He is a dog shit defender. And LaMelo is already a better playmaker, better defender. Trey Young has maybe a better shot. Melo's gone, gone off in the last Mello, games. We're going to talk Mello, about that. Melo does He's have a, a rookie. He, like that mid-range area, if he can get a floater – he, he has we're, that natural touch yeah. to the floater game, too. We're going to get into LaMelo's last five games, but I think as a rookie right now, I'm taking him over Trey. Yes. Uh, I mean, he, he has the – I mean, there's a huge height difference. And LaMelo has, like, 
seven, eight inches. Trey Young's like six foot, maybe six one. Lamelo's like six seven, six eight. Six eight, six nine. Yeah. So I mean, it's I mean, for him to be doing what he's doing at that size, I mean that I mean he's still nineteen, I believe. Yeah, yes, he's young, he, three years younger than uh, Trey Young, and, and shooting more consistency in, in the last five now, games. I believe I, you know, subscribe to the idea that uh, a guard can't win a a ring. Yeah. We haven't seen a guard carry a team to a ring since. You know, obviously you have Michael Jordan. I'm talking about point guards, not uh, shooting guards, because that'd be Kobe and Mike. But point guards, Isaiah Thomas in '89 and '90 were the last time we saw a point guard carry a franchise to a championship. We haven't seen the sense in for a point guard. Now, wings are the modern NBA. You know, you have teams with two great wings like the Celtics, and they don't have any playmaking, and that's when you see what when you need guards, but. The best player on a team needs to be a guard. Or not yes. a guard, but a wing. So I'm taking LaMelo Ball. I think four years from now, LaMelo Ball can be a franchise championship winning player. I think he'll be a top five player in the league. He has the size, the versatility, yes. the the dog. He has a dog in him. Yes, he and does. And Trey Young doesn't have that. Trey Young is a confidence player. He doesn't have any confidence right now. doesn't have any defense. See, see, I'm going to keep it in Atlanta, but we're just going to switch sports. The Falcons need to hit the reset button. Yes, that that's the they need to hit that reset button right now before it's too late, especially with the draft coming up. Uh, I'm a huge Niners fan. Niners fan till I die. I'm also a huge Julio Jones fan. Yes, will always love Julio Jones. I will. I don't even care if it's to the Niners or not. I want to see Julio Jones get sent to a franchise with a decent quarterback. Yes. Get his numbers up. Now I think the Falcons need to keep Matt Ryan draft. You know, if draft, I'm, yeah, draft a if quarterback, I'm the Falcons, keep Ryan for a year. If you can't keep him, try to keep Ridley just because uh, he's an incredible young talent. Dog. But, I mean, just say every fuck it. Year, Throw everybody else up yeah, for grabs. Every I mean, other year they're drafting a lineman who's not doing shit. Yeah. Like, the Falcons have a new regime, so there's no incentive to keep these great players. I mean, obviously, if you have a football team – and you have Julio Jones, you're not going to want to get rid of the best receiver in the league. Yeah. But you also have to look in the mirror and realize Julio Jones is, is 32. He doesn't fit the team's timeline anymore. He should have been Super Bowl MVP, but, you know, 28-3 happened. Thank God yeah, I'm not a Falcons fan. From, and that third quarter comeback was led by our hometown hero, Malcolm Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Hey. He had some key receptions in that game in the third quarter to set them up for a touchdown. So, you know... I agree with that. They, they, I think they need keep, to hit Matt the, Ryan for one more, yes, one more j- year. Yes, just one year and then toss him out there. Because there's a team that wants him. If I'm the Falcons. Just and, to have that veteran presence. Just to absolutely. Like no. But like, you, you send him like, to the Bengals with Burrow. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is just keep him for a year. Let whoever you draft, let him learn. Kind of get Now, they do up. have huge contracts. Julio Jones has yes. a huge contract by Ryan. Also has a mag massive contract, yes, it does. but if I'm the if I'm the Falcons and I have like the, you know they have a top five pick I believe. If Justin Fields is still on the board, you have to take Justin Fields. Yes, yes. I mean, like well, I don't see him being on the boards. Like I feel like he's going to be easily one of the first three going. Now, would you take Matt Zach Wilson? Isn't that the BYU quarterback yeah. Zach Wilson? 
I'm not taking him over Mac Jones. You're not taking him over Mac Jones? No. But you understand, Mac Jones, you understand it Mac, goes Trevor Mac, and then Justin. Yeah. Those are the two best yes, prospects. Yes. But, I mean, Matt Jones did more with harder competition. Who, who does BYU play? Honestly. Can you name a single? Coastal sing- Carolina. Coastal Carolina <laughs> is the top of their schedule. <laughs> they lost that game. Yes. All I can think of. I mean... I mean, for Matt, like, see, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw because, of course, Kyle Trask is a good quarterback, too, and he kind of did the same thing. But no, I like, even think- both of them, for both of them to do what they did while playing only SEC competition is incredible. I do think that NFL prospect Kyle Trask is a better prospect than Mac Jones. I can't do that. Because Mac Jones had Matt Jones lit- two dominant wide receivers and Najee Harris. Way better team overall. What, it's just the fact... Florida didn't have a running game, but other than that, he had Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. Who, who would you rather have? They, they, him or Smith? Well, Smith I mean, I, is better. Let, than let, let me finish. Okay. Both of them, like Smith, is going to be the first receiver off the board. I think Lamar Chase might. But then those other two guys from Florida, those two are going to go before any other guy from Alabama. But the I I don't know about that. Yeah, I no, no. I don't know about that. The best wide receiver in the class is the uh, LSU receiver Chase. Yeah. He, Did he get the Heisman? Did he get the Heisman? He didn't play this year. This is, I mean, oh, I understand people sitting enough. out for COVID, but I mean, if you, if you sit out, and him and Smith are the two best receivers. Yeah. But he, even still, I he he's not putting up the numbers that Devontae did this year with just how purely dog shit LSU was no, this I, year. I can see that. I can see that. Uh. I'm gonna say people are over hating on Luca for no reason. I, I it, I've seen too many people that besides like Mavericks fans trying to just shit on Luca, especially with him being a starter in the All Star game. See, I would the only reason he is a starter is because he had more fan votes than Damian Lillard, and I love Luca, but he, Damian Lillard is the better player. Yeah, but I mean, Luca is doing more than him. Now I I agree that Luca is getting over hated. You know. Uh, you have I, still, you have the Morris twin who despises that man. You yeah, know, the Morris twin wants to yeah. actively dog shit that man. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say I agree he's overhated, but I can see where fans are upset that he got not over Damian. Lillard. Yeah, but their their whole main thing is, oh, he he's on a team at a lower seed. But if you, if you pull up the stats, Luca is like the only thing he's not beating Damian is. It's probably close in three-point percentage, but, I mean, other than that, the only thing is stats, and Luka's barely behind Dame, because right now, Dame's averaging 29.6, Luka's at 28.6. That's only a point behind. But, I mean, when you go into the other aspects of the game, so, like, field goal percentage, Luka has a higher field field goal percentage than 3%. Who shoots more per game? Both the same. Only point one off. Then you have three-point attempts. Now, Dane puts up more three-point attempts, and he's leading by 3%. That, I mean, points and three-point percentage, that's it. But when you go into everything else, rebounds, Luka's grabbing eight. Dane's only grabbing four. Assist, Luka has a whole assist more. And they're, Luka and them are tied with steals, but then also Luka almost has one block. Who's asked to do more for their team, though? Exactly. But that, he's going to have more That's sex. what I'm saying. So, for people to say just because he's a lower seed, 
He, he's still having to do more for his team. Damian Lillard has the better team. I mean, he's Dan has he I mean, injured for a while. Yeah, but you, I mean, we we've seen that doesn't matter. He had Melo drop twenty nine last night. Melo, so was a it, dog. It, it, I mean, so it, that that, that doesn't just because of him having his side kick out. Lucas had his side kick out half the season. And I mean, even then, who would you rather have? Porzing- healthy when healthy, Porzingis, CJ, or- CJ. Okay, I'd, yeah, I'd rather have CJ. CJ, because I, I mean, Porzingis is a good force for grabbing boards. But I mean, shit. I mean, we can we as we've seen in the stats, Luca can do that shit. I mean, is Boban still on the Mavericks? Yeah, but he barely gets PT. He, mm-hmm. he barely gets playing time. Like he's really struggling out here. My next hot take would be I believe that Joel Embiid is going to finish the season MVP and defense player of the year. I think that he I'm, right uh, now is yeah, the hands, hands down, down hands MVP. And yes. unless something cause, you know, catastrophic happens, he's going to – he's point two behind a 30. He had a 30 on yep. the dot yesterday for points – I think he's going to end the season averaging at least 30 points. He's going to end... I think it, he's going to at least cool. have a 30-12. Uh, and he is a defensive monster this year. The only player that I can see winning defensive player of the year behind him, or uh, over him, is Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Rudy Gobert won two in a row. He didn't win it last year. So the voter fatigue might not be as, you know, heavy on the media this year. But I think it's either... Rudy Gobert or Joel Embiid. Because I, I mean, yeah, right now when you're looking at it, Gobert is averaging almost three. Like the only person in the league averaging more blocks than Gobert is Miles Turner. Which I mean, you kind of expect that, but I could see looking at the stats right now, I could see Miles Turner as being a dark horse guy because he's averaging more blocks and steals than both of those guys. Miles Turner is always a dark horse guy, but I don't think he just finishes with with enough emphaticism, you know, to get the votes. He he because Miles right Turner now he is he is two whole blocks higher than Joel, and he is only point one steals behind Joel. See the problem that Miles Turner faces is I can't name a franchise in a smaller market than the Pacers. You know Indiana yeah. is the state of basketball. You know that's where the March Madness bubble is going to be. The Hoosiers. You know basketball state. Everybody you know in Indiana loves basketball. I mean obviously that's a generalization, but. When I think of a state for basketball, I genu- I genuinely think of Indiana. Yeah. You know, they have the Hoosiers movie, great movie. I can't help but even, you know, look past that. They're still in the smallest market in the NBA. Yeah. There's not a market. Oregon's bigger than them, you know, for the Blazers. Memphis is big, way bigger than them. Yeah, especially with Jaw there. You know, as, yeah, as depressed as the Detroit sports city is, they're still a much bigger market, you yeah. know? Even Milwaukee. I mean, just because Detroit has that history to help back them up. I mean, yeah. even if they're like, oh, you're dog shit. Like, yeah, we've won before, though. I mean, Toronto is the Raptors. Yeah. Huge city, huge support for the franchise. Which, I, I didn't realize this until the other day. Do you know that because of COVID regulations, that they're not playing in Toronto? They've been playing in Florida the yeah, entire Yeah, they've been time. playing in yeah. Tampa. The entire season. And I did not realize that until I, no, I seen something they brought – their uh their championship banner yeah. with them from cool. Toronto to Tampa. That, that, that is crazy. I've never met an Orlando Magic fan in my life, but I know Orlando Magic has a bigger fan base than the Pacers. Well, I mean, that's because you, you always know they're there because they're they're always like 
Aaron Gordon should have like three dunk contests by now. Like, champions. yeah, he should have at least two. No, okay, I do th- the twenty. This twenty sixteen dunk contest is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Zach Levine. Yeah, won. yeah, that was Zach he had down. the better dunks, but Aaron or Aaron Gordon had the best dunk, but Zach Levine had consistently had yeah, the better yeah. ones. It was like a consistency over. D Wade did indeed fuck that man. <laughs> D Wade did fuck that man over. These are these yeah, are facts. I mean, Derrick Jones Jr. should not have won that. J- he sat there and. Ruin that man's chances of winning one just for the dude that won to leave and go to Portland. These are facts. I mean, it's uh, crazy. It's it is tough. I uh, I can see Miles Garrett definitely being a dark horse, but I think that's what's going to be his entire career. Miles Turner. He's going to be Garrett. Oh, Miles Turner is going to be a dark horse candidate his entire career. I don't think he's, he might win it one time, but that's like how old is he? Like 24, 25? Yeah, I, I know he's still young. Yeah. So, maybe when he's like 28, prime of his defense, get one. But yeah, he's besides that, right he's 24, now. yeah, I figured. Like, besides that, I mean, give him four years of being the best underrated, you know, defender in the league. We'll, we'll see him get there. But he has to beat out Rudy Gobert, and Rudy Gobert, you know, has to age a little bit. So, I'm, I'm staying in Atlanta again for my next hot I got take. You. Once again, I'm moving sports. You're going to baseball? <laughs> going to baseball. Okay. The Braves, they they have they have they have all they need. They have they have the players. They have Acuna, Albies, Dansby Swanson, uh, Nunez. They're, they're still going to check in the playoffs. Now I almost brought my Acuna jersey over here, because uh, I you know spring started yesterday. So Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. So the first week of spring baseball, I was going to commemorate that by wearing my Acuna jersey. Uh, love Acuna. Lucky number 13. But, you know, he, we, we live in Georgia. He is yet to play in the spring training game. We know, think... the, we know the Georgia curse for sports. Yes. Especially, you know, when it's there. Atlanta. As soon as they got up 3-1 to one on the Dodgers, I knew we were going to lose. I mean, they, like... I told Dominique that we were going to lose, and what happened three games later, we blew a 3-1 lead. I mean... that's Atlanta sports. Like, like we have MV3. They, they have a good... They have a consistent, like, because... Uh, they have good pitching this season. They have better yes, pitching than they did last pitching. season. Much better pitching. I, I just feel like the only team so far in Atlanta to do anything is Atlanta United. But even then, they haven't done anything since ago, they won. 2018. I mean, especially with you just had Yosef Martinez get hurt last yeah, season. Yeah, Martinez is kind so, of and we, we lost, uh We lost Manny to some team in Spain. He left. So, I mean... Now my thing is, it, it, like it, it was, it was sooner or later they're going to get hit with the curse too. Yeah, my my thing is, aside from pitching, because when I think when I rank top ten baseball players, I put pitchers in a different category. They have a different effect on the game. They set the pace for everything. Everybody plays off the pitcher. So I think that the most, I think the most important position in all of baseball right now is the pitcher. Yes. So when I rank they, the best they, players, I don't put pitchers in there. That's a different category. Yeah. Because they affect yeah, I mean, the game more than anybody. I mean, they, I think I think Freeman and Acuna are both in the top ten for players, best players in the league. Yes. Freeman is definitely top three. Yes. Acuna is top I mean, ten. I don't know if I put Freeman in top three. I have to. I, I, I could see top five just because you got Christian Yelich, Mike Kraut. I mean, Mike Trout. Cody Mike Bellinger. Trout's the best in the league. Uh, I think Freeman is the third. I think Acuna's top ten. Tadius, Trout, 
Yelich, I put all of those above Acuna. Max Scherzer, obviously the best in the league still. If Freeman has a season, you know, if half Freeman has a last season. season. If he has another good season, he's the top in the league. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going. No, if Tyus. It's, it's no doubt they're making it to the playoffs this year. Absolutely. But, but it's a matter of when will they choke. Because it, it's going to happen. It, it's always gotten like. It's an Atlanta team. I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where, like, the Georgia curse, I mean, it, it sometimes triples down to, like, high school ball now. Yeah. So, I mean. It's, it's just when and where you're going to get hit at this point. I mean, he, I mean, it hit him last year with them losing Soroka in the middle of the season. And, I mean, he was a big part of that pitching staff last year. Uh, another, I'm going to stay in baseball. Another one of my hot takes, I do not see the Dodgers going back-to-back. The Dodgers are not going to go back to back. Now I mean, they did they, have a huge they, signing. Yeah, they did get so, Trevor Bauer, but they I did I, get Trevor Bauer, and he he performed well in his outing yesterday too. I, I did see where he I did might, perform. I might not. Uh, they might go back. I the only reason they might, might is because of the curse. They they that franchise yeah. is cursed when it comes to the finals or the it, World Series. Yeah, I, I just I I know they got Bellinger. They have Bauer now. They got Mookie Betts and that ridiculous trade from the Red Sox the other year. But I, I just. It's rare is to Mookie happen. Is Mookie still a top 10 player in the yes. league? Yes. He still is? Yes. You would say so? Yeah, him and Bellinger are both in the top 10. Who right now is the best batter? Do you, would you still say Titus after last season? Uh, I say yes, but it is getting close. Yeah. He would have to have a season just like last season, which is hard to do when you're, you know, when pitchers start to, the more pitchers also, go up against you. You also, you can't forget the young guy in Washington, Juan Soto. Juan Soto's good. I mean, but he, I'm still taking he, 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 he was second last year in batting average. I'm still taking Tadis. I mean... I just got to see how it performs after his breakout season. I mean, or his best season, I would say. Tadis wasn't in top five of any hitting-related stats last year. So... I think the only guy so far that I've seen in almost... All of them besides home runs was Freddie Freeman. Okay, my last hot take. Okay. Right now, in the East, Charlotte is the eighth seed. Indiana and Chicago are right behind them. Yeah. Okay. I believe the final standings for this season are going to see Toronto not in the playoffs, Charlotte in the playoffs, mm-hmm. with either Indiana or Chicago making it. I don't think Charlotte... Seriously, I, I, think I, will agree makes with you. I will agree with you with that just because I despise Beyblade. Pascal Siakam's reliance on his spin move that is dog shit I mean, nowadays. I, but I do believe Kyle Lowry said he wants to try and play in Philadelphia. He's from Philadelphia. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure how valid this report was. I saw it from Bleacher Report. Uh, if I'm the Toronto Raptors, would I trade Kyle Lowry? I mean, he is, now that Kawhi's gone, he's not the greatest Raptor of all time, talent-wise, but he's been there for the city. Yeah, he's been there up. for that When long. I think of the Raptors, I think of Kawhi Leonard, Vincent Carter, and then Kyle Lowry. Yeah. He is a top. I mean, he he's, he's stuck. A, he's the greatest point guard of he all time. He is stuck franchise. with them forever. He's the, he mean, is the city right now. Yeah. Now that Demar's not there, he is that city. Yeah. 
So I think for the fa- it would be the toughest thing the franchise could do. Hard, yeah. Way harder than trading well, for Rosen. I, I mean, we, we've seen franchises do worse. I mean, let's be honest. Absolutely. I mean, you, you got to remember IT's almost MVP season, King of the Fourth, and Boston's just like, nah, you're going to Cleveland. I, the difference between Toronto and Celtics is the Celtics have are a heartless piece of shit franchise. Yes. I hate the Celtics. I love the players they have. I love Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I love those three guys. I hate the franchise. Uh, always will for what they did to Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it'd be that, tough that, for Toronto. He is, he is just trade. like I mean, I know uh, Isaiah is playing in the FIBA league right now for American. He he's like just now like getting back to health and everything. So I mean, from what I've seen, he's been performing good. Now, I if I'm Toronto, I'm going to trade Kyle Lowry. His age does not no longer his age no longer fits the franchise. Pascal Siakam. Fred Van Fleet are both averaging barely 20. Pascal Siakam is 26, okay, so he's young. Kyle Lowry is 33, 34. Kyle Lowry's up there in age. Fred Van Fleet is 27. You also so, have Norman Powell there, too, who's and popped OG off Nobi, OG quite Nobi. a couple games. And, I mean, Norman's only 27. OG Nobi's young. He's, yes, he's yeah. He's 23. He, I honestly see him as being the future of the franchise, him and, Fran, him, him and Van Fleet. You know, Drake's little brother. Um... I don't. I, th- I think the Raptors trade Kyle Lowry, get better future assets, and start working the franchise again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, the next topic we're gonna go into, mellow versus mellow. Mello, yes. Last crazy night, last night. Last night, crazy. Carmelo showed shades of his past. His Prime glory. Didn't he get a dunk last night? He, I think he did. He I think had, he, he, I had, think he, he got a dagger three. Yes. 29 points. LaMelo dropped 31. Yeah. I mean, LaMelo. His last five games. Since LaMelo has become a starter playing out of his mind. LaMelo's last five games, he dropped mind. 30, not 31. His last five games, 30 points, 24 points, 22 points, 20 points, 21 points. He has 8, 12, 6, 8, 4 for the assist category. Six four seven four seven in the rebound category. Yeah, he is not only the best player under twenty in this league; he's the best player under twenty one. He is the best young wing in the league. I don't see him as a guard. He's six foot seven, six foot eight. He's a yeah. wing. He's, yeah, it's, he's it's just his playmaking is hard to come upon for somebody that size. Yes, his playmaking is ungodly right now. I mean, last night we we saw Carmelo shoot sixty percent from three. On 10 attempts. So my question is, after seeing LaMelo's last five games, popping off, arguably the best young wing in the league, who would you rather have, him or Zion? Now, Zion's averaging 25. I think he's averaging double-double. Zion is having a, is still criminally underrated right now. Yes. I, I will I say mean, that. I, I don't know people any Zion just, fans. People, great. people underrate him just because everything he does is in the paint. He can't yes. outside of the paint. He cannot do a single thing. I mean, I know I brought this up to you before. It took him like three hundred shot attempts to hit a three this year, and last year it only took him like maybe ten. Now, my my rebuttal to that is that's not his game. Everybody, need, everybody, everybody in the league needs a three point shot. You know, he he makes them. It's not at the not, clip not, that he should be making them, but he makes them. I mean, he's he, he doesn't take enough. Of, no, Who'd you rather have, him or Giannis taking a three? Zion that's, all that's, day. No, that's honestly even. 
No, it's not. Yes. Pull up his three-point percentage. I promise you it's not that bad. Zion is criminally underrated right now. You know, Lamelo is getting all the attention from the media, taking away how much Zion is... Well, I mean, this, this, we got the exact same thing last year from Zion. The media did the exact same thing to him last year. I know, year. so they're, they've moved on from him. But this man, nobody's talking about how his averages. Like he's yeah, doing his last 10 is... 28% from three. It's not horrible for a six foot six power forward who's more muscular than the Hulk. I'm trying to so, my honest. question is who would you rather have? They, they have the exact same three point percentage in the last 10 games. Who? Lamella Bond Zion? No, Giannis and Zion. Giannis and Zion? Exact same. I'm so taking Zion at three. So it is the exact same. Who would you rather have right now, Zion or Lamelo, and to build your franchise around? I'm taking Zion. I do Lamelo just because he can do more. He can do more for Zion, offense. Zion can just grab boards and bully the fuck out of people inside. But Lamelo has the mid range floater game. He has the actual mid range game. He has three point. He can actually dish out assists. He has. I mean, saying he like just because of Lamelo on the offensive aspect. Lamelo is now top five in steals per game this in this season. Now a lot of people, you know, Zion was the first pick. John Morant was the second pick. A lot yeah. of people are saying that John Morant's the best player from that draft. A lot of people are saying they'd rather have John Morant. That's contentious right now. Yeah. Lamelo has clearly shown he's above Anthony Edwards. And James Wiseman's good. James Wiseman's just been good. hurt a lot. He's been hurt. But Lamelo is clearly better than both of them. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is super inconsistent with his offense. There's those are the only two other players that you know come to mind on the franchise. Of course, there's a lot of you know gems in the rough from this, like Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Cannot believe he went to 13. I believe. Cannot believe the Kings managed to get him that late. Patrick Williams has been fantastic for the Bulls. Fantastic. And that's crazy because he didn't get any starting time for the Knowles last year. Yeah, so, like, I, I'm looking at the stats right now. You saying Lamelo just for offense. Lamelo's averaging more steals and almost has as many blocks as I am. That That is that's valid. His defense is underrated. Because, I mean, like, but right he, now he's Zion, a highlight player. Zion has .7 blocks, and I think Lamelo is sitting at .4. I think, you know, I would rather have Zion right now. Maybe five years that would change. I think Lamelo has Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. I'd rather have he, he's still done more than them the last couple games. I'll give you that, but, but he has, he has more Terry room. Too, like he has more to room to do things. Well, I mean, he has also, a better coach than Zion. Also, you got to like Lamelo dropped that thirty points. Gordon Hayward was out. I think so. He had to actually. I think the coaching do does matter more. for the young players. Because Stan well, I mean, Van Gundy's not doing a damn thing for the Pelicans. Well, I mean, Brandon again, Ingram isn't getting as much again, as he We needs. did see the criminally what he did to LaMelo not starting him sooner and keeping Devontae Graham up there when Devontae Graham was not producing like he should be as a starter. I see that, but he is still the better coach. He's not a bad coach. He made a bad decision to not start LaMelo. But, but LaMelo needed to get adjusted to the league, you know? He clearly didn't. It didn't clearly didn't take that long. He's yeah, dying. He, he would five games in. He he would have been fine. But he's still a good coach. I mean, he just bad started, coaching he, decision, but still a good coach. I mean, but 
you can coaching and coaching decision that runs hand in hand. I mean, that, that's would like, you rather have Stan Van Gundy? Because I, I mean, I mean, obviously he's doing something right if he can get Lonzo, Lonzo shooting threes. Stan Van Gundy is a horrible coach for that franchise. I believe. I I believe the only reason they hired Stan Van Gundy is because he worked with Dwight Howard when Dwight Howard was in the Magic. But Dwight Howard and Zion are completely different players. Obviously, you know, prime versus whatever Zion is right now. I'd much rather have the Charlotte Hornets coach. I mean, I I can just I, I can Hornets. see where they would come from though, just because. Like the the only difference is, I mean, they they both play similarly. They both play with like uh, Zion and Dwight. They play within the paint, and that's about it. Lamelo has the better point guard than Zion. Terry Rozier has been Zion criminally is, underrated. Lamelo right now. is the point guard. They they have him running the one. He's most running the time. one. Yes, most of the time he runs the one. Well, the backcourt for Zion is not nowhere near as good as it is for Lamelo. Lamelo and Terry Rozier are lethal. Yeah. Zion means. has Lonzo and Eric Bledsoe. I mean, you can't blame that on the coaching or anything. That's, that's just front office. I mean, but, which I mean, they're shopping for Lonzo right now, anyway. Are they shopping Lonzo? Yeah, they're shop- dude, they've been shopping Lonzo for the last month. I feel bad for Lonzo. He's, I mean, if he, like, yeah, if they trade him again, did I? Who's the best player from that draft, Jason Tatum? Who's who's the second? I should say, Jason Tatum's clearly yeah, the best person in that draft. First, uh, who's second? I think De- I'd rather have De'Aaron Fox and Donovan Mitchell right now. Both are great players. Yeah. That's I mean, Donovan Mitchell's an all-star. Donovan Mitchell's fantastic. But De'Aaron Fox does more for his team. De'Aaron Fox is that offense. I mean, Donovan Mitchell has Joe Ingles. Uh, yeah, but even Donovan then, they're, they're both the only 20-point scorers on their teams. That is true, but who's more efficient? De'Aaron Fox has to be way more efficient. The only help De'Aaron Fox has is Buddy Hill. And Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is damn good. But Marvin Bagley has been the, been a huge bust. What do you compare? Uh, I, mean, I mean, he was taken ahead of Luca, Trey Young, Jaron Jackson Jr. I love Jaron Jackson Jr. I hate that he hasn't played this season. If the Memphis Grizzlies had Jaron Jackson Jr., they would be the Donovan Mitchell is averaging two more points with better field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and free throw percentage. Donovan Mitchell is averaging better? Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not expect that. He's averaging two more points with better shooting splits. So, how much is Donovan Mitchell averaging? Twenty two. Twenty four. Twenty four. Wow, yeah. Donovan's averaging more than I thought. Yeah. That's tough. Now I didn't realize he's doing the, that. The only the only thing that the Aaron Fox is doing better is than assist. is assists, and it's only by two. I I thought Donovan Mitchell was having a season, you know, not as good as he's having right now. That's that's tough. Now. I, mean, I think he also may have. I love Swiper. I love De'Aaron Fox. I love Swiper. He, 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 like see, assist by two, Donovan Mitchell has two rebounds a game on De'Aaron, and he's only point two behind on steals. I think De'Aaron Fox would be more effective and, if he had a better team. And they also their second leading scorer are both averaging. Because what is D? What does Donovan Mitchell have that De'Aaron Fox probably won't ever? The best defensive center in the yeah. league, and the best, and you know, two-time defense he's a defensive player. Darren Fox has nothing close to that. Darren Fox has no, he doesn't have a Bogdanovich. He doesn't have a Joe Ingles. He doesn't see, have see, he doesn't have a Jordan Clarkson. I was about to say I'm surprised you didn't Jordan say Jordan Clarkson ahead of those two. Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson he's the bench. He is the sixth man player of the year. 
There's like no, 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 but it's still like I would still say Jordan Clarkson before the two just because he does more for that team. I can see that, but they're on the he's on the court more, I believe, with those two guys. Bogdanovich is definitely a starter. Yeah, but I know like right now, uh, Jordan Clarkson is that second leading scorer on the team, and is averaging four less minutes than Bogdanovich. Four less than Rudy Gobert and the same amount of minutes as Joe Ingles. Now I love I love seeing Julius Randle and Jordan Clarkson be successful because they were on the uh, twenty sixteen team with Kobe. Yeah. And they were on his Kobe's last game. And they both obviously I mean we've already there's clips of we've already Kobe seen, shitting on Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I mean we've already seen D D had his breakout season with the Nets, but yeah. he hasn't been able to play due to injury this season. He's played a little bit. Yeah, he's played, but not much. Yeah. Not not as much as he should be. I mean, like, I think him and Katz maybe played 10 to 15 games together this season. Again, I feel so bad for Cat, but that's, yes. a, different, that's a different subject. Yeah, but I'm, so, I mean, we've already seen D'Lo have that breakout season, so it was about time both of them had a, had a breakout season of their own. I am waiting for Kyle Kuzma to prove he was worth keeping. Over yes. Brandon Ingram. Yes. Or I'm uh, right now. Would you rather have Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma? Right now, Lonzo Ball. Right. I'm yeah. taking him. Yeah. Right now, hot hand Lonzo Ball. Right now. Right now, the last five games, Lonzo out of his mind. Now, did you see Absolutely that Buddy Heald broke the? Uh, he's the fastest player to every three hundred three pointers. Yeah, but Buddy I mean, Yeah. Or one thousand. I think it's one thousand three pointers. Well, I mean, I could then, then again, like you said, yeah, has he been much help to his franchise this season? No. He, we're not going to talk about it. I mean, it's not big news. He, Tyrese Halliburton is better for that team than Buddy Hill is. And Buddy Hill is older than everybody thinks he is. I mean, like, the last 10 games so far, Lonzo is shooting 44% from three. Lonzo's been killing it. 82 from free throw and 45 from the field. His three-point percentage is almost as high as his field goal percentage. Yeah, Lonzo's been hot this season. And he's been getting four boards, six assists, Almost a whole, almost one block per game, and one point two steals. Now the only, reason Lonzo, the reason Lonzo isn't doing better is because of Eric Bledsoe. They take the ball out of Lonzo's hand and give it yeah. to Eric Bledsoe in Lonzo, situations Lonzo ball would be better yeah, put in. Yeah, I mean we've Lonzo, seen Lonzo has the playmaking. I mean we've seen that back to his summer league debut. Yeah. Don't half court. That's Ron why he was drafted second overall because of his playmaking. Yeah, he's so I mean, a good playmaking. He needs the ball in his hands to be able to do that. Yeah, and like that's that that that's like you're talking about Zion. That's my main problem with Seven Gundy is he's not giving the ball to Lonzo as much as he should. Lonzo Ball right now is what they wanted JJ Redick to be. Yes, a hot hand shooter, forty four percent. I mean, JJ Redick is going to get traded this season. I'm honestly surprised they haven't already traded him. I mean, he got the greatest technical I mean, he's, foul of all time. Oh, don't get me started on these refs this season, bro. They're soft as hell. The, he's the Why? Like, they need to start... NBA needs to start fighting the damn refs over some of this shit. Because it it's just ridiculous. I want us to have... I wish we had fans so we could get another Malice in the Palace. Oh, yes. Yeah, just, I just want to see... You know who I want to see? Clock, a fucking fan? I want to see that boy... DeAndre Ayton with his ungodly wingspan just roll <laughs> up a fucking ball and knock out no, some no, poor no, like no, five no, eight no. white guy. No, no, see, 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 you're you're saying DeAndre Hunter. I said DeAndre Ayton. Oh, DeAndre, I thought you said DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, that man Bro. looks forty five. Hey, 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 you're saying that. I want to see Zion's hope built ass. Oh yeah, that just dude, imagine how far he could 
throw somebody. Like, the power in that yeet would be ungodly. Now, here, I was talking to Sharon, and Sharon is old head, obviously. Yes, yes. I, was I mean, he's, he's, he's not 30 yet, no, he's, he's a fucking he's old right head. there already. He, <laughs> he, and me and him have great conversations of early 2000 basketball. You know who Ben Wallace is, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Ben Wallace. Greatest yeah. defender of all time, in my opinion, or top three, four consecutive defensive player of the year awards. Yeah. Hard that man's biceps were the size of every oh, every average man's head. He yeah. had five head headbands on them, headbands on his arms. Yeah. The only comparison to Ben Wallace punching something like that is Sion Williams. Yeah. Pure muscle. I mean, but you, you're talking about J.J. Reddit. I mean, J.J. is shooting 43% from three in the last ten. Lonzo? But, but he only is only nine points while Lonzo is almost at 20. So, oh really? Yes, Alonzo's almost so had the last 20. couple games. Holy last shit. ten, Alonzo's at like holy shit. Alonzo's at seventeen a game for the last ten. Damn, that is Alonzo. I don't know what they did. Uh, probably, uh, Levar honestly, probably Lavar got in that ass. Lavar, I mean, he, he's tired of everybody talking about Lamelo being the best brother because I mean, uh, obviously, he is, but... nobody talks about LeAngelo. LeAngelo is the fallen angel. That man stuck. He plays he's my, on your team. He plays for my G he's on team. yeah the G League. He plays for the uh, OKC going, Blue. That man was signed to the Detroit Pistons. For three days and got waived. God, God, God bless his soul. Only dressed out for one game and did not play. Now, here's my question to you. Give me your top three young guards in the league right now. Top three young guards. What's 23 and under. Oh, I'm putting Luka in there. Okay. Luka, Luka, who just turned 22 the other day. Oh, wow. Uh... Wait, wait. Devin Booker's older than 23. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't looking at I, I knew that. Donovan Mitchell, I believe, is 23. Yeah, that, that's what that's who I was going to look at. <laughs> he's 24. I cannot oh, do Donovan wow. Mitchell. He's <laughs> old enough. I thought he was 23. Uh, uh, you're is... gonna forget somebody, and I, I I'm gonna I know exactly who you're gonna forget. Look at I'm putting Luke at one. That boy Shea at number two. I love Shay. That's not you're gonna forget. I love Shay. He's, uh, he's obviously my top three. I can talk about Shay for days. Yes, I do know that. Uh, They're going to forget one player who's damn good. And we talked about him earlier. I'm going to put Colin Sexton. That is, that is good. My three is Luca, John Moran, Shay Doge Alexander. Colin Sexton would be fourth. Trey I put Colin in there above DM. Ja just because, I mean, ja, ja obviously missed a couple of games because of his ankle injury. And so so far, Colin Sexton's only missed four games this season. His, his injury-free yeah, season has been damn good. Like, I'm, the, one, also, another reason why I didn't want to put Ja is – I, I am so scared he is going to have another Derrick Rose injury. by the way. It is scary watching that yes, man. Yes. Like, I hate it. Like, I hope to God he loves This man did better. not watch enough D-Rose highlights growing no. up. I mean. Every time it comes down, I, yeah, I, like, I really hold my breath. Like, I, yes, I like, love his game. He, like, is my he is one of my favorite players in the league right now. Every time he goes up for a dunk and he comes down, I just I just hope yes. that, he, that, he, that it's a good landing. I mean. 
It takes I mean, one, yeah, it takes it one takes, twisted ankle, yes. one side land or something. I mean, he's already got that bad. It, it takes one wobble of your leg, and your entire knee can be done. No, Colin Sexton is averaging 24. He's averaging 23.8. Colin Sexton is having a damn, damn good season right now. Like I said, only missed a couple games. So, 23.8, John Morant's averaging 18.4. Yeah, and I mean, the last 10 for Colin Sexton, he's shooting... 30, 35 from three and 50 from the field and almost 80 from free throw and 24. How, how, what is Colin Sexton's averages for assists? Uh, for this season, it's 4.3. That's They have Darius Garland running the one. Oh, Colin yeah. Sexton Colin Sexton is playing the two. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was playing the two. Land. You can't yeah, forget sex land. sex land. They need Rudy Gay for gay sex land. I mean, and then, like, you talk about assists. Or Darius, gay love sex land. I mean, Kevin Love. Darius Garland's averaging six assists a game. So, I mean, What's he's the picking up the points? slack. Uh, Garland, uh, 16. That Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a damn good backcourt. I can't believe I forgot about Darius and, Garland. And they're both averaging one steal. He is a top eight young guard in the league right now, Darius Garland. He's very he's, underrated yeah, right he, now. He's very overlooked. Yeah, no, it's just because he, uh, he did have a shit rookie season. But he was on the Cavs. Yeah, Colin uh, Sexton wasn't what he is right yeah. now. He was trying to find his role. I mean, that man... This season, he is not Colin Sexton. That's that boy, you young put, bull. Now, here's here's my thing. If you put either of those two young guards on the Clippers, they're winning the championship because that's yes. the playmaker yeah, they need. That, that's what they need. Yeah, that's, that's what the playmaker needs. Need. A good point guard. That's they, they're not even put, just a playmaker they, they, off the bench. And they just need the somebody that's not Patrick Beverly touching yeah. the ball. Yeah, Patrick Beverly would be a great backup, but he has yes. no playmaking. Yes, I mean that's the thing they're missing, and I'm surprised they didn't address it. I would have, like I, mean, I said, honestly, Luka, if you look at the averages, the Cavaliers' defense as a whole, I feel like, is very slept on. Jared Allen is such then, an underrated pickup for that team. Yeah, because you got Colin Sexton averaging over uh, one steal a game. Of course, Drummond's over one and one in steals and blocks. Garland's over one in steals. Jared Allen's almost two blocks. But then besides that, you got Yogi Ferrell. Averaging, that's where Yogi Ferrell is. He's averaging one steal. On Larry Nance, almost two steals a game. Oh, wow. And then their rookie, Isaac Okoro, is averaging over one steal. Isaac Okoro is a damn good rookie. And then there, there's countless other players. Like, there's Teron Prince is almost averaging one in both of those categories, too. So you got a lot of other players that's almost averaging a steal or a block. They so, started the season insanely hot. But they're yes. four and six over the last twelve. They're on a four-game winning streak, though. They're they're on a good streak right now. Uh, they can maybe the NBA is doing the play-in this year for the final playoff spot. Yes. I, they might be able to get in that play-on that play-in game. I, I mean, they, they got a, they've got a long way to go up the ladder. They still got to go over Washington, Atlanta, Chicago, and Indiana. Well, I'm surprised how much Orlando has fallen. They don't yeah. have. They, uh, they lost Markel Fultz early in the season. That, After that he, was he, bad. He did do them good. not having them not having Markel Fultz or Jonathan Isaac is humongous yes. for that team. Jonathan I mean, they Isaac started off good though. They started off hot. When Jonathan good. Isaac is playing, he is a dark horse defensive player of the year. He he has defense that good. He is a damn good defensive player. He's the glue for that defense. Him and Aaron Gordon work perfect together. And if Markel Fultz is on the floor with those two players. And Vooch, Vooch at the four, it does not matter who else they I have mean, to. So Damn you, you, good. So, he lost Markel, who was dropping, like, every once in a while. Like, they, they, I mean, 20. He was averaging they, almost they, 20. There was one like stretch. There was one stretch. I think it was like a four or five-game stretch. He was averaging 22 and then was also getting uh, 
six assists. So, but now you have the young guy Cole Anthony having to step in, to step in and basically he's kill a, that he's role. He's killed that role. Which, right I now. mean, I mean, most people With even forget that. Yeah, most people even forget he was in the draft class. Which yeah. I mean, the last the last ten games he's not done too hot, but he's only played one in the last ten. So one game in the last ten games. Yeah, oh, he's been injured. I apparently, but even in that one game, I think he only put up. He couldn't have put up much shot because he, he, that one game he was only shooting 28% from the field. No, that's surprising to see. And, I mean, he was able to grab four boards and four points. I don't, I don't know what was going on there. Now, give me your dark horse candidate for defensive player of the year, MVP, and most improved player. Dark horse candidate. Maybe not who you think is going to win. But somebody who you can see winning or is having an excellent season that you think is going to be overlooked. Give me your three for those. Uh, for defensive player, I'm, I'm going Miles Turner. Yeah. I'm hands down. This got this got to be Miles Turner in my opinion. Uh. Ooh, most improved player and MVP is a hard one. I already have a most improved player. Because I mean. About to pull up some stats for that one. Huh? About to pull up some stats for that one. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Here, I'll do my list. For most improved player, I have Shager Alexander. The point jump yes. isn't insane, but he's taken the role that Chris Paul left him with, and he is absolutely destroying it. I mean, you, he couldn't have done better at all. Like, he is doing the best he possibly could be. Um, I really can't see anybody... Okay, like, here, I'll read you his stats from last season, okay? If I can find them. I, I, I got my dark horse for MVP. What's your, who's your dark horse for MVP? Kawhi Leonard. That's who I was going to have. Kawhi Averaging Leonard. 27 points... Six boards and five assists for this season. Five assists for Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Big. Five assists. Okay, so here's... So, and, and his shooting, 50% from the field, almost 40% from three oh, this wow. season. Oh, wow. And over 85% free throw percentage. Kawhi Leonard's having a Why, He's also over one and a half block. I mean, one and a half steals for the season. Kawhi Leonard's having... That's who my Dark Horse MVP was going to be. But here's what Shea was doing last season, okay? He jumped nine points from his freshman to sophomore season, okay? So the jump isn't going to be crazy as it was, but last season he was averaging 19 points and six rebounds, essentially, and 3.3 assists. He was doing this on a 47.1 field goal percentage, 34 minutes a game. This season, he's averaging 34 minutes a game, but mm -hmm. it's .8 less than last season. Yeah. 23.2 points, and I do believe he's going to finish the season averaging 25. That is my hopes for him as a Thunder fan. That's all I want to see is him averaging at least 25. I want to see him. I believe he's going to end up averaging 25, but right now 23.2 on 51.4 field goal percentage. Way better. Yes. Less .7 less rebounds, but three whole more assists. He's killing it. Shea Gilch is my most improved player dark horse. I'm, I'm going back. I'm throwing Colin Sexton in there for my dark horse. For your dark horse? For most yeah. I can see that. He's, he's damn good. He's added a 1% on his field goal percentage. But the big thing is, three-point percentage has went up from 38% to 40 this season. Wow. 
like his free throw percentage dropped, but he's went up in rebounds, assists, steals, and by, by exactly three points this season. That is big. That's big. But I just feel like he's going to be overlooked just because, I mean, we, we had that little, like, sex land mania like we were talking about the first couple months of the season, and that has kind of died down now because, I mean, they, they haven't won as much. Yeah, it's good. My dark horse defensive player of the year candidate is a two-way tie. I have the first one being uh, DeJounte Murray. But he, he doesn't have any eye-popping block stats. Yeah. I, he's leading his team in steals, I believe. He Yeah, he has 1.6, almost two steals. Not the not the highest in the league. Which there, there's a lot of people in the league this season with 1.6. Because you yeah. got, with 1.6 steals this season, you have Jokic, LaMelo Ball, Andre Drummond, Ben Simmons, DeJounte Murray, and Kawhi, all with 1.6 steals. Tied for he, that fourth place spot. 1.6, he has a long four-way tie. Nobody's averaging two steals this year. Now, I have DeJounte Murray because he is somebody that you watch him play and he will lock people down. Him Watching him is like watching Lou Dort when it comes to defense. Will lock guards down. Lou Dort locked down James Harden for seven games. He, I mean, obviously he didn't stop James Harden, but he slowed him down a lot. I'm so glad Lou Dort's on my team for the future. I have DeJounte Murray as a dark horse defensive player of the year. Damn good defensive player. My dark horse MVP, hate to say it, but when you look at what he's doing for his team, I'm a Thunder fan, I hate, you look at what he's doing for his team, he's kept him afloat. Damian Damn. Lillard, Damian Lillard, dark horse MVP. Yeah. He's not going to get the recognition he deserves, but he has his team in the tough Western playoffs. Yes. Which is very hard to do. He's not averaging the most. He's third. I think he's going to end up averaging at least 30. He has a 44.5 field goal percentage. Not the best, but not the worst. Averaging 38 from three, though. You know, he's doing Dame Lillard things. He's almost averaging that 40 clip. Averaging 93 for three throws. You know, he does have three turnovers a game. You know, trying to copy my boy Russell Westbrook. And also, as of yesterday, he is... Top five for total points this season, Dame. And, of course, he's top five in points per game. And, I mean, that that's big for what he's doing he's for his team. He's big for Damian Lillard, yeah. I, that, those are my three. Those are my three. I would, there's no dark horse for a rookie of the year. It is another yeah, ball. Another and he deserves If you it. say anybody other than Lamelo, you deserve to get bitch slapped. Now, I, coming out of the draft and, you know, the draft day, I understood draft day why they took Anthony Edwards because they wanted to score. They, you know, he's just been, been drafted for. He's been so inconsistent. But he's not been Lamelo ball. That t- we now know that team needs playmaking. We thought that D'Angelo is going to bring much better playmaking than he is. I mean, he hasn't been healthy enough. But that team needs playmaking. They need a two. The Mellow Ball is a better playmaking two and a better score these last couple games. And, I mean, yeah, just because, like I was saying earlier, like, I have it pulled up right now, like, in their last game against Phoenix, Edwards dropped 24, but that was a two of eight from three and eight of 22 from the field. He is a... He is a... Productive score, but not an efficient score. No, no. He produces, but he's not efficient at all. No, I mean, even in Lamelo's game yesterday, 
He was the leading scorer on the team, went 5 of 7 from 3, and only missed 8 shots in the game. Because here's what I would do. If I'm the Timberwolves, let's say in a universe where they did the better decision and drafted the Mellow, the Mellow's the 1, D'Angelo Russell's the 2, Josh Kogi is my 3, Anthony Towns is my 5, Malik Beasley is my 4. Malik Beasley has been averaging 20 this season. Yep, that's crazy. He's had it now. He's he, I think he's suspended for PEDs. He's suspended for a good amount of games. Real shit. Again, the Timberwolves franchise Bro. is the down bad franchise. Dude, players get hit down with, bad. Players get hit with Dodging. PEDs is so just, it's hilarious. I mean, uh, Bro, just pissing the cup the right way or something. I mean, drink, like, just drink more water, dog. Uh, I mean, of course, last season. Uh, DeAndre Ayton sat 20 out. Twenty games, twenty-five games. And then, they then, the then he had that Photoshop picture yep. of Alex Caruso looking absolutely shredded. Next day, he got a surprise. Yep. Then Danny Green got that putback dunk. Two days later, got tested. I mean, it is crazy. Like they're they're focused more on trying to catch people with PEDs than getting dog shit ass refs out of the league. <laughs> yes, I absolutely love it. I adore it. Because Malik Beasley is the leading scorer on the Timberwolves, and they don't have him for the next good game, good amount of games. Sad place. Sad time to live in Minnesota. Now, currently, Towns is now averaging twenty-two. He's only played fifteen games, so sad obviously, out. almost half the season, well, so, over half the season. Yeah, so he's he's averaging more points, but over the time, I'll say I did not re- I did not realize that D'Lo had played more than. Carl Anthony Towns a lot this more, season. A lot more. Five games more. Now, here's the real question. What the, Who's going to win the Tank Bowl this year? The Pistons or the Timberwolves? I have my money on the Timberwolves all the way. What? This, this got to be the Timberwolves. I mean, the Timberwolves. Jamie Grant is too damn good. The, the Timberwolves? No, no, no. It, it's still the fact that I, I feel like the Timberwolves are actively trying to win because of people shitting on their franchise. Well, they have. And they, they're still two games behind Detroit. The sad part is they were they had a hype season. Obviously, you can't control what the horrible things Carthony Towns has gone through. But no, feel bad for him. I'm glad he's doing much better. I hope he's in a good place, you know, mentally. But God bless that fucking franchise. Yes. D'Angelo Russell, Carthony Towns, Josh Kogi. You know, you think that'd be a good Malik Beasley? Not bad, but at least like clearly Jeremy Grant, um, Blake Griffin, Josh Jackson. Josh Josh Jackson Jackson has been good this season. Has been, but here's the crazy part. That's the thing. It's not just the fact Blake Griffin hasn't played. He's not going to play. No. They're, they're, gonna they're him. sitting him out until they can find somebody to take him. Or cut him. A lot of people think he might be cut. Here's the crazy part. Derek Rose hasn't been on that team. He didn't start a single game. And he, he's, he's still the second, the second leader. leader. He's yes. still the second leading scorer. Crazy. Josh Jackson is the third. And the jump from Josh Jackson to Jeremy Grant is 10 points. I mean, like, Derrick Rose has been on the Knicks for three games this season. And he is the third leading scorer on the team. Now, I'm surprised... That their draft pick from uh, 2019, Seke Diombo, I heard you say it. Yeah. Butchered his name. He's not getting more playing time. He's a good player. Surprised. I mean, he's a small four. He's a three. He's not playing Jim Grant minutes. They, the I mean, you really Pistons missed out on not signing Christian Wood. But Jeremy Grant has been so good. They you also can actually lost that. Luke Kennard to the Clippers. They did lose Luke Kennard. And he, he would have been a good person to help them space the floor this season. The only thing that is saving the Pistons right now is that Jeremy Grant is 26. Not the youngest, but not old at all. 
been getting better every season he's played. You know, Thunder fan, I love Jeremy Grant. I'm uh, so glad to see you succeeding, but the Pistons still fucked up by not getting Christian Wood. I mean, yes. you ever looked yeah, at I mean, because Christian of how good Jeremy Grant's been? Christian Wood, like, what, double-double right now? He hasn't played in a while. Yeah, but, but I mean, so, he, he, yeah. But I mean, like I was saying about Derrick Rose, came in 10 games with the Knicks, third leading scorer on the team already. He is already over Alfred Payton, Isaiah Quickly, who was their rookie, who was doing very good. Isaiah Quickly's very good. He's already over Austin Rivers, Kevin Knox, Nerlens Noel, Obi Toppin, their other rookie. Obi Toppin has been good. He hasn't played enough. And Frank Nilakina and Taj Gibson. He's he is already ahead of all of those guys. Yeah. Obi Toppin has only played. He's he's sat out of ten games this season. And. I honestly have no clue what the Knicks are doing with that. Now, game. here's the crazy part, okay? Only one team over the last 10 games has not a single win. That's the Rockets. Two, Three teams have are 1-9 yep. over the last 10 games. Three teams. That's the Timberwolves, the Sacramento Kings. Right now. No, the Pistons are 3-7. and seven. It's only two, The two Pistons teams. right now are on a three-game losing streak. Minnesota's on an eight-game losing streak. Houston's on a 12. Houston is on a 12. Nobody's on a crazy win streak anymore. No. Besides, Milwaukee's on a five game, and Miami's on a six game. Miami's turnaround is a testament. Miami's turnaround is a testament to how good Jimmy Butler has been and is going to be. I mean, right now, I mean, there's a lot of, like, two win streak teams in the West, but, I mean, other than that, The Jazz have lost two in a row, I believe. No, one. One in a row? No, one. one in a row. They lost one. Now, Still the only single-digit loss team in the league, though. My last dark horse candidate, the Miami Heat, going to the conference finals. That is my dark horse playoff team. I can see that. After last season, again, it was a bubble. Clearly, the bubble isn't translating like everybody thought it would be. So, so but far, it is. You for, can't for, for Miami. Jimmy Butler and Bam, so far. It, last 10, last team's Bam's played nine. He's averaging 22, nine, and nine assists. And nine rebounds. Yes. Bam Adebayo has been Oh, wait, criminally that was underrated. Jimmy. That was oh, Jimmy. 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 No, still, Bam Adebayo yeah. has been criminally underrated. He has amazing defense. Tyler Hero's averaging in the 16, last, I believe. In the last 17. 10, Bam has played all 10. He's averaging 18, 6 assists, and 11 boards in the no, last 10. No, Bam Adebayo is... is He's, is he playing, he's playing the four for that team, correct? Or is he playing he's the five? He's playing the five. He's playing the five? Oh, wow. They have him listed that's as a small, five. That's a small guy for five. Well, skinny. He's, you know, obviously yeah. lengthy as shit. He's skinnier than you believe. And I mean, he is the most underrated center in the East. And like you were saying, most Tyler DeRozan the, the last 10, he's, he's only played six. But he, he's 16, four assists, and five and a half boards. Wow, he's getting five boards? Yeah. What's Jimmy Butler over the last 10? 22-9-9. Wow. J- See, I saw J- this report. like two triple doubles. I saw this report back. before I came here. I'm not sure how true it is, but apparently Jimmy Butler was offered the final plan. Yeah, the final I see that. For the and he game. said, "Is Bam going to be there?" No, because Bam wasn't going to yeah. be there. That is a that, team leader. That, that speaks volumes about his leadership. It speaks volumes about his character. Yeah, his leadership. Everything about that man. I mean, like, I'm not. Who, like, who would do that? LeBron James love Anthony Davis. Hell LeBron no. James wouldn't turn it down. Hell no, he would. I mean. That's, that, that, I can't think of a single no, player who would no, do that. No, I can nobody. That's but I mean, Jimmy then again, yeah, Jim. I mean, that, like you Jimmy said, that, that's that's just how he is. That's just Jimmy. Jimmy Butler is one of you know 
Aside from the Timberwolves and beating the starters with the third string. No, that, that is best, no. one of the best teammates you can have in the league. No, 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 no. See, see, that's, that is my favorite story in the NBA of the last time. five years. Of all time. This man took the damn near G League players and said, yo, we beating that ass. He beat Andrew Wiggins. Nothing. Not, that's, not, that's not impressive. But Carl Towns. By, supposedly by double digits, damn near 20. They won in that game. Jimmy Butler is the biggest dog in the league yes. today. Yes. Nobody has big the, dog. The, only, per, the, he the has, only person second to him is Marcus Smart. I, yes, that is the Marcus only person. Smart. Marcus yes. Smart is overlooked. Yes. Jimmy Butler, I will make sure my kids know about his finals performance. I will show my kids yeah. him he, leaning over and winning that game. This man got up leaving the press conferences. Barely able to walk for playing, like... He played damn near 48 yeah, minutes. He, played, he literally had 30 seconds that he didn't play. I yes, remember that. Yes. It was game game five, because they lost game six. Yes. Game five, Jimmy Butler had an insane two-minute stretch in the last two minutes. He was Miami. He is Miami. Jimmy Butler is the biggest underrated player in the league. Yeah. When it, you know, when... Because his stats don't pop out, but he is the definition. Him... And Rudy Gobert, DeJounte Murray, they are all the definition of on-tape impact. In-game yes. impact. Not on the stat sheets, they won't and I mean, pop up. I mean, you can tell, Jimmy has fit in, in Miami Miami's since culture he got there. is Jimmy Butler now. Like, I mean, Miami culture has been legendary for a while because of Pat Riley. It was made for Jimmy Butler. I mean, like, you have seen it uh, last year with Tyler Harrow's rookie year. When they did that little... Uh, uh, have you seen the interview where he did where it was Jimmy, Bam, and Tyler Harone? I mean, you could tell since they them three got there, I mean, they've had the chemistry. Now, obvious, obviously, like if they do, it goes back to that team chemistry that, I mean, it carries on to the rest of the team. Now, my thing is Bam, Jimmy, Tyler, all going to translate in the playoffs. All significant players, all Bam and Jimmy are the most Tyler underrated, Harrow hitting some most underrated duo shots. Put, Tyler Harrow's confidence in the playoffs last year. Fantastic. We, shut we, Paul Pierce up. Yeah. Not the hardest thing to do, but shut yeah, Paul yeah. Pierce up. We haven't seen anything like that since Jason Tatum when he dunked on LeBron. I believe the biggest thing that for how their success is going to continue this postseason is Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson. Yes. Duncan Robinson was knockout in the playoffs last year. Yes. Kendrick Nunn was a problem. Kendrick Nunn is averaging 14 this season. He's doing damn good. He, start, he started 14 games. He's averaging 30 minutes a game. Jimmy Butler, you know, back averaging 20. Jimmy Butler's only played 21 games, was yeah. out for a while because of COVID. Yeah. Started all 21, averaging 33 minutes a game. You know, essentially eight rebounds, eight assists. He's averaging 7.8 for both rebounds and assists. Yes. And almost two steals. I believe Bam is going to end up averaging twenty, at least 20 points and at least 10 rebounds. He's .3 off for rebounds, .5 off for yeah, points. Yeah, like I said, the, la the last 10, Bam has grabbed 11 boards. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's – Jimmy Butler – Whenever Jimmy Butler's on the court, Bam is significantly better because he doesn't have to do much. Yep. As much. Yep. He doesn't have to worry about as much. So, I can see the Heat continuing where they are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's my dark horse. I love Jimmy Butler. Him and Shea are my favorite players right now. You know, Derrick Rose in there, of course. Yeah. The, my four, Shea, Jimmy, Russell, Derrick Rose, favorite players right now. I love all four of those players. I love watching Jimmy play basketball. Love watching Shea. That's my dark horse right now. My dark horse for the West, 
I hate saying Dark Horse because they are the number one seed in the West, but it would be a surprise to everybody if they make it to the conference finals. Yes. Yes. I'm, you're not wrong. Just because I, I mean, they, they, it's just a fact that they don't have the we've seen playoff it before, success. We've seen it before. Four All-Stars or four, you know, perfect team basketball. Yeah. The last time we saw a team basketball operation, you know, at its truest form was the 2014 Spurs. Yeah. Because Manu, Tony, Tim, they were all out of their prime. But you, it's still Tim Duncan, the greatest power forward. Yeah. And, and I they believe, had young Kawhi too. Yes, young Kawhi. He was he was a he, defensive yeah, monster yes. and Finals MVP. That's the last time we saw it. and and prime Danny Green. Yes, Danny Green almost won Finals MVP. People forget that for that series. Danny Green, you know that was the perfect team basketball. But there's no, you know, they had playoff experience. They had playoff experience. Playoff experience is huge, especially yes. in the NBA. So having the Tim Duncan, greatest power forward of all time. Yes. Fifth greatest player of all time, in my opinion. I think that they don't have the Tim Duncan or the Manu or the Tony or the Danny Green. They don't have the playoff experience. No, they don't. So I can see Phoenix beating them. I can see Portland beating them. I yes. can see, you know, the biggest problem for that team in the playoffs is having a top five guard going against them. Because we've yes. seen James Harden and Steph Curry destroy Rudy Gobert. And yes. I do believe Rudy Gobert is gonna is the best five, defensive five in the league, top three defensive player in the league, but he gets shit on by top five guards. Yeah. I mean, we, we, like, like you Chris said, Paul we've consistently will, seen that happen. Chris Paul and Devin Booker do a field day on his yeah. ass. Absolute field day. So who would be your two dark horses to make the conference? I, I can agree with you with the Miami Heat just because of them having Jimmy back now. Because, I mean, he, he's a he's the heart and soul of that team. Talk about Jimmy for a minute. That, yeah, I love that man. So, yes. Incredible. I, I mean, I, I I love that. That man is literally – I mean, we, we witnessed him straight deck Chris Paul's ass the last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll do anything to protect his team. And I mean, that, I, I love that with a player. I love that. I absolutely like He is a team. Yes. Um, Dark Horse for the West. It's tough. Yes, it is. To make the conference finals means you have to win the first two rounds, obviously. But tough. Tough in the West. Tough. <sighs> I feel like... If Denver can have Jamal Murray perform like he did last playoffs, that they can make it. Because um, we I seen it, that. we seen it last year. They came back from three one twice. Only time and, in history that's all, ever happened. And, um, they've like you were talking about experience. They have that experience now. Yeah. They they were just yeah. there last year. They they know what it feels like to be the underdog and be able to come back. I could see them doing it. I can see that MPJ is gonna be huge. Yes. Figure this time around, Paul Millsap's older, still great defensive. Well, I mean, then again, you get to right. remember, like we were talking about yesterday, they're playing two different positions, too. Yeah, no, that is a very, very long, tall, lengthy front court. Jokic, Millsap, MPJ. I mean, they, they tall, really, they really need court. Jamal Murray and Gary Harris to just Gary pick Harris it up. needs to pick it up. He needs yes. to be what he was before he signed this giant extension. He's not been performing. At all to what that I mean, wants, that needs. I, I mean, you already got Jokic doing 
Jokic is going to do his thing. Yeah. I mean, I think Jokic almost dropped 50 last night. Yeah. So, I mean, Jokic is going to do Jokic. So, you, you just need, like, one or two other players to get yeah. – to, to do something productive. I can see them making it, hands down. So, last thing before we end the episode. Melissa McCarthy is apparently supposed to play Hella in the next Thor. Thor 4. You know who Melissa McCarthy is, right? Fat comedian. Oh, my Did God. Did that Walmart, Mark Wahlberg movie where she tasted oh No, 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 not Mark Wahlberg. The, uh, uh, the one guy who does Ozark. The one with Jason Statham? No, not Jason Statham. He was, was, was in the movie Spy, I think. Oh, I'm talking about Spy. The one uh, where uh, he steals identity theft. Identity theft. Oh, dear God. Why? I don't know, but I want to know who the hell went from the bad bitch playing Hella to Melissa McCarthy. That's a giant downgrade. I think Melissa McCarthy's hilarious. I love her. I think she's one of the funniest actresses there are. She's hilarious. But... <laughs> I, think, I think I think honestly what they're trying to do is because I have seen reports Doctor Strange the new the next Doctor Strange movie is supposed to be just like a straight fucking horror film I hope so I hope so I hope so come in come in <laughs> go so uh I think they're just trying to have I mean in the next Spider-Man movie you're gonna have Peter Parker going to court for killing Mysterio. Yeah, there's gonna be supposed to be Tobey Maguire and yeah, Doctor. Andrew. I mean, you you already have the uh, previous Doc Ock coming back. Jamie Foxx is confirmed for the movie, so I mean, the best MJ was Andrew Garfield's MJ. Can't yeah, yeah, Gwen Stacy. She Stacey. was Stacey. She, yeah, oh, she was, was Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yes. Yes, I, best female. Well, it, it's movie. just it, it's just because they dated off screen too, so they had oh, that. They? Yeah, that. yeah, they dated for a while off screen, so they had that chemistry. Already. I can't remember her name. I know Jim Carrey had that very uh, creepy message to her though. What was her name? I just I just watched that movie today. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I, I got I got it. Oh my, that's really bothering me. I now. think she's a Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yes, yeah. Jim Carrey. Did you see Jim Carrey's message to her? No, I did not. Jim Carrey very creepy message said he was in love with her and they thought he thought they would have beautiful babies. I love Jim Carrey, but that's fucking weird, bro. The, the, the two baddest girls that have played in, like, movies for nerds that I can think of, both of their names are Emma. Emma Stone and Emma Watson. Would you consider the Transformers nerdy? No, it is more of an action uh, film. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I don't know, Zendaya's up there. Zendaya's a bad yeah, yeah. She's tall yeah, as shit. She's 5'10". Yeah, she yeah. got four hey, hey, That's a problem with you. That's, hey, no, hey. I will climb that mountain, hey. dog. I will climb that I, mountain. I'm almost 6'3". I'm a I will give me a rope ladder. I'm like, hey, y'all, hold this up. Hey, I can climb real quick. Hell, y'all get a little grappling hook. Yeah. Like, hey, Batman type shit. Hell yeah. Automatic. What? Zendaya is a bad bitch. Yeah, but I mean, that's like... Now, People hate on the Amazing Spider-Man movies way too much. Absolutely, those are damn Just cause, like I, I can agree. Like they had the rhino, the, the only one to have rhino in it. Yeah, for like thirty seconds. Don't matter. So the rhino. Yeah, fuck that. Pretty cool. Thirty seconds. His suit was damn cool for thirty seconds. It don't matter. It don't matter. Like, like, see, see. I feel they like had the best Stanley cameo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the first one. Yeah, the oh, yes, yeah, that was hilarious. See, see, I feel like they I, did the lizard really good. Yeah. I like Kurt Connors' character. I, I loved it, but I think the main reason people hate on those two movies is. Because of that second one, just because I feel like they yeah. tried to do too much. Well, they, I mean, Gwen Stacy. Well, I mean, it was gonna. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 I, I was watching the video on that today. They they sat there and were like foreshadowing that before because oh, really? the opening of a movie was a watch uh, with the tower, and she died in the clock uh, tower. So, but I mean, who would be? One more thing after this, but 
top three actresses for uh, that have been in these uh that have been in any superhero film. Okay. DC, Marvel. I have my top three. I want to hear your top three. Ooh. You want me to do mine first? Top three in what way? You know, acting <laughs> attractiveness. Uh, my, my number one. Did you watch? Did you watch? I gotta have Scarlett Johansson in the did top Did you watch Deadpool Gal- 2? Gal Gadot. <laughs> Gal Gadot is, yeah, she's mine. Gal Gadot is gorgeous. And then, uh, the girl that played Domino in Deadpool. Domino in yeah! That is my number one, bro. That bitch is so bad. Dude, I gotta put Scarlett She's German, one, too. I, I know gotta she's put German. No, yeah, that, she was also in the Joker film. She was. She was uh the one that he obsessed over. Yeah. She's a so she's hit both. She said she's hit Deadpool and Joker. That, oh, that, that Joker movie, so fucking good. He deserved Joaquin that Phoenix Oscar. deserved it. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix deserved, deserved that Oscar. I love Joaquin Phoenix. He's so good. Um Him and Daniel Day Lewis are my two favorite actors. They're the best method actors there are. Yes. Um anyways, Domino is number one. That bitch is so gorgeous. No. Gal Gadot is number two. Zendaya's number three. I like black bitches. Dude, I, I, nah, I wouldn't. Scarlet, I like them. I would pick like Scarlet them. number one, Gal Gadot at number two, and Domino at number three. Domino is number one, bro. Dude, I, I, Zendaya would be, Zendaya is number four for me. I can see that, yeah. Scarlet Johansson. Five, five is Emma Stone. Gal Gadot. I, I can give you a top God five, baby. Goddamn. Give, give me a top ten. I'm going to give you a top ten. <laughs> top five. Domino's number one, uh, Gal Gadot's number two, Zendaya's number three, number four, I'd have to put Scarlett Johansson, number five is that bald bitch from Black Panther, or some MJ, <laughs> 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 MJ that hair, baby, hell yeah, on oh, the MJ that hair, baby, just let me, your that motherfucker, your that motherfucker for a second, nah, but put a plunger in it, hell yeah, hey bro, you hit it from that, bop, hit Telling you, bro. Number hell yeah, squeeze that thing. You know, like, MJ that motherfucker. <laughs> MJ that hoe. Number my number five would have to be uh. Did I say Scarlett Johansson? She was my number four. four. You said you just said number five was the ball bitch. I'm not. I was messing with that. Oh, real number five. Oh, yeah. oh, I was about to real say. Number five I, thought, I thought you was legit. Oh no, nah, it would be that um. Bitch from the first Thor movie. Natalie Portman. Oh yeah, Natalie. Oh. 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 Forgot she was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I. Hey, now we, we talking about Star Wars now. Hey, Star- she was fucking Padme. Yeah. She got fucking murdered, bro. And we talking about Natalie Portman from Star Wars now. I mean, that's, I a, can't. that's a different breed right there. I hope so. She was too fun in the movie. She was damn good. Oh, Chris Hansen said, "Nah, bro, you gotta go." Hey, the real, the real, the real sexy, the real sexy man, uh, character from that is Ewan McGregor, boy. That, ooh. That beard. Hey, yeah, Ewan McGregor was sexy, motherfucker. Let me brush that beard for you. Whoa, let, let me, let me feel that motherfucker. Let me, let me clean that motherfucker real quick. Alright, so what, what was the last thing? Oh, I saw it. I'm not sure if this report is true, but it did come out. Obviously, uh, they had... I think aging effects done on Chris Evans when he went back in time. Yes, that, that yes. was Chris Evans. Yeah, uh, Stan Lee last cameo was supposed to be him yeah, playing yeah, Captain America. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. That no, that have I told you the theory? I've seen about that. No, uh, uh, I've seen something where when he went back in time, he didn't marry Peggy. That's not who he married when he went back in time. He, he, a lot he, of people think he, he went to that the, dance. Uh, 
he, yeah. when he got the Soul Stone back. He just had a dance there because he would have yeah. changed time too much. Yeah, that he married Black Widow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know all that. I don't. I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't know if she would have came back from all that. Well, I mean, you, you never know. It's Marvel. I mean, just they got that boy Loki coming back. You never know. Uh, Loki is like the best character in that whole Yes. Franchise. Him, Thor, and then Quill are the best. I love them. But I saw that report and I was like, damn, Stanley, you yeah. read no recipes. Dude, he, he, was, he was so close to ending the greatest cameos, which, I mean, that, that one was supposed to explain everything, too. Yeah, yeah. That was supposed he to explain was, why he was there at every time because he yeah, knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, really wish they could have done that. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for the way his estate was handled out. His uh, lawyer was supposed, supposed to be like yeah. a really piece of shit, really piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. But, you know, on a happy note, Greatest cameo of all time. All top five spots belong to Stanley. Yeah, if you put anybody else besides Stanley, like I have said earlier, you deserve to get bitch slapped. Yeah, yeah. Lights. Get fed some chihuahuas or some shit. So yeah, throw, you, the throw, you, throw you in the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So greatest cameo, you know, guy of all time is yeah, Stanley. Yeah. Always will be. Well, I, I mean, he, he, he earned it. He oh, yeah. Earned. Oh, yeah. Father of uh, Peter Parker. Spider-Man. That's Stanley All day, baby. Alright, so that's... I think that's the episode for... For today. Yeah. See y'all next time. Have a good one. Be back tomorrow. Yeah.